One in 10 homes in the U.S. were impacted by natural hazards in 2021, according to CoreLogic. And according to Swiss Re, insured losses from natural disasters in 2021 again exceeded the previous 10-year average, continuing the trend of an annual 5 to 6% rise in losses seen in recent decades. As catastrophes increase, the it-will-never-happen-to-us fallacy is becoming more and more unfounded. Those moments, days, and months after an event can bring out the best in an independent insurance agency if it's prepared. And as we're well into the 2022 hurricane season, now's an especially good time to be prepared. Today, we'll hear from the following independent agents on how they steered their communities through the aftermath of catastrophes. Donna DiCarlo, co-owner and president of Riverlands Insurance Services in Laplace, Louisiana. We had employees that lost everything, and instead of being at their homes trying to rebuild, they were at the office because they wanted to help the customers because they knew exactly what the customers were going through. Nolan Luke, co-owner and CEO at Riverlands. Over the, you know, the experiences that we had with the pandemic, with the water, with the wind, with the hail, we've been through it all. Roy Riley, president and CEO of Peel & Holland Insurance in Benton, Kentucky. When things go bad, our clients and our communities are looking to us to help them get it uh, back into uh, as normal as possible, as quickly as possible. And so we, we owe it to our clients and to our communities to, to be there, be prepared for that. And rounding out our panel is Lloyd Williamson, partner at Protectors Insurance in Medford, Oregon. I'm sure agencies are more aware of it when you have tornadoes and you have hurricanes and stuff. They're they're aware of it. But here we are in little southern Oregon. Nobody expected anything to happen like that. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us. On August 29th, 2021, the 16th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina, Category 4 Hurricane Ida made landfall in Louisiana. Bringing winds of 150 miles per hour, heavy rainfall, flooding, storm surges, and tornadoes, Hurricane Ida caused 82 deaths. Donna DiCarlo and Nolan Luke recall what it was like in the immediate aftermath. Laplace was like ground zero where it hit. Our customers in the River Parish took a big hit. A lot of them didn't hear internet service, any of that. So they would walk up customers, literally walk up and we took their claims. We even took claims for other agents as a courtesy claim because other agents couldn't get up and running as fast as we could. So we also had water snacks. I mean, people were out of everything. They were in desperate situations. So we tried to help them in that way too, why they would give them a claim, maybe give them some food, uh, give them something to drink. We had a whole crew out there in our pre-planning for hurricanes. We always have a food committee that uh, cooks for all the employees so they don't have to leave. Half of them can't leave because their homes are devastated also. We had uh, over 16,000 claims uh, that was reported to us and that we had to take care of. But in the midst of taking care of 16,000 customers, we have our building in St. Rose is 28,000 square foot building. The air conditions on top of the ceiling, some of them broke loose and started to roll. And oh. they put 68, 64, 68 holes in our roof. Oh. And by doing that, 26 out of 28,000 square foot had to be gutted. And then in our apostle location, 
there was a tornado that hit right next door to us. It hit a metal building and drew that building on top of our building and actually took a big chunk out of our ceiling in Dallas. So Dallas had to be partly gutted also. And then in our Fox location, there was a tornado that hit right next door to us. It hit a metal building and drew that building on top of our building and actually took a big chunk out of our ceiling in Dallas. So Dallas had to be partly gutted also. We had to work out of Donna's daddy's garage. We worked out of Donna's house. We worked out of partners' locations. Still, we was able to go to work the next day. We were ready. We were prepared. I think our planning, you know, was able for us to get up and run it the next day. That to make sure they're prepared before disaster strikes, the agency has a system that's put into action every April 15th, six weeks before the beginning of hurricane season. So we have a four-prong system, companies, customers, employees, and infrastructure. So those are four prongs. We start with the companies. We call the companies, speak to the head person there, find out who's going to be the cat manager, what adjusting firms they're using, what phone numbers they're going to use, who is our media contact, is the owner of the agency, who's the owner of the adjusting firm, who's the top company executives that we can get in touch with day or night because they're our lifeline to our customers. So we need to be able to speak to them. Then as far as our customers go, do you need flood insurance in place? If so, you got to do it now. Everything you need to prepare for, start taking a video of your home. We just keep informing them of everything and get ahead of the 6-1 hurricane season. As far as our employees we start getting in touch with them. Everybody's cell number changes over the year in one way or another. So we confirm cell phone numbers. We ask them to bring in equipment so it can be checked, headphones. So if we have to send robocalls out, let them know where to report, what to do. That all can be done through the robo system. Equipment needs to be checked because you'll see later on how they're deployed in different states. We need them to be able to work from there. And the last prong is infrastructure. With infrastructure, we start checking hurricane shutters. Our generator runs once a week, so we know that's checked. Mm-hmm. We make sure we stop up on water, bottled water as it gets closer for our employees and our customers. So we start checking everything that need that we're gonna need and depend on for a disaster. When deadly tornadoes ripped across Kentucky last December, Roy Riley from Peel and Holland Insurance shared how his team was able to jump into action thanks to preparation and its use of technology. Having a good disaster recovery plan is first and foremost, you know, having a plan on how we are going to respond to that. Uh, our agency always lives by the mantra that when times are their worst is when our clients expect us to be at our best. Uh, really between having a good plan uh, having uh, blessed with multiple locations, one of our four locations still had power. So that allowed us to have that as our primary client service center for the first weekend. Our fourth office, Mayfield, was uh, a complete loss from the tornado, unfortunately. So oh, really planning allowed us to handle the uniqueness of each disaster situation. Contact with our customers is key. You know, when you're in a 
a regional disaster like we had with the tornadoes. Power was out for a big part of our region and cell service was spotty or was non-existent in one of our counties that uh, had severe damage. So uh, really technology was, we used it on the backside to really, uh, as I mentioned, to help uh, prioritize our clients and those that we knew that would be damaged. Uh, We were able to use technology uh, to quickly sort the claims that we knew we had and started uh, triaging those for our insurance carriers so that we could prioritize who they got in touch with first uh, Mm -hmm. based on the severity of the damage. Uh, So all of that is a key component, uh, but more than anything is figuring out how to stay in touch with our clients, make it easy for our clients to contact us as they were able to. The best lesson I learned is we got a great team and we had, I don't know, 10 of our team members that were on site down there at daybreak, uh, helping our clients, helping some of them dig out of, dig what they could out of the rubble and uh, just giving them the confidence that will help them uh, figure out how to recover from this. Even agencies that don't consider themselves in catastrophe prone areas need to be prepared. When the Alameda fire swept through the Rogue Valley in Southern Oregon in September 2020, it left a nine-mile-long path of destruction and virtually destroyed the towns of Talent and Phoenix. The fire caught many by surprise. Southern Oregon's pretty protected, and we've never had a catastrophe like this. There were literally 2,600-plus homes and businesses that were completely burned down to the ground during the Alameda fire. We immediately knew that our entire staff needed to be involved. And so we all took calls and claims after the fire. We inputted all the claims into our system and delegated those claims individually to the entire staff. So staff were assigned the claims and required to uh, contact each claimant on a set schedule. So one of my clients is a school district that was in the middle of all this. And thank goodness the schools did not burn in this fire. It got across the street from them. It was a big deal. And so we were in contact with them also. They were trying to figure out where all the kids were. And about a third, I think over a third of their student body homes were completely burned. Despite the chaos impacting the community, including staff, these agencies stepped up to help their clients through the long process of recovery and claims. And even for the ones who had experienced catastrophes before, like Donna DiCarlo and Nolan Luke at Riverlands, there were still lessons learned. We've been in business 50 years, and I guess you can say me and Donna from the old school, right? The old school is that we want to make sure that customer comes in, they know what they buy. We did that through the claims, all right? When we sent it out, what we said is that if you have a claim, contact us, because we wanted to help you. What we learned with 16,000 claims, that that wasn't the best for our customers. It's really hard to get that personal service, so that personal service should have came in the beginning before the song and give them the information they needed to fulfill their claim process. What we learned is that they need us more after the claim is turned in. Not the initial claim, because they can do that, we can do that, anybody can do that. But after the claim is turned in, they have a million questions going through the process, especially if it's their first claim, new home buyers, uh, etc. And what they need from us is they need to know the process. Thanks to Donna DiCarlo, Nolan Luke, Roy Riley, and Lloyd Williamson for sharing the lessons they learned as they helped their clients and communities through the long recovery process after a disaster. 
these agents stressed how important it is to put in the work ahead of time and be ready if or when a catastrophe strikes. In fact, even in the wake of Hurricane Ida, Riverlands Insurance was already preparing for the next storm. And how can we keep the, the culture and everybody's attitude being positive after the storm? And what we did was we brought a lot of our people in and we roundtabled, what can we do better? What can we do better? It's always about getting better. You learn and you get better. Thank you again to all of our guests for their time and to you, the listeners, for joining us today. All of our guests today are featured in the June issue of Independent Agent Magazine. You can find links to their company website in our show notes and by visiting iamagazine.com. This is Declaration of Independence. I'm Anne-Marie Spears, news editor at Independent Agent Magazine, the monthly deep dive into the Independent Agent channel available in print and online at iamagazine.com and free to all Big Eye members. If you know a superb agency or an agent you feel should be featured on Declaration of Independence, send us an email at iamag at iiaba.net. Declaration of Independence is a podcast on Agency Nation Radio, powered by the Big Eye and Trusted Choice. If you know a superb agency or an agent you feel should be featured on Declaration of Independence, send us an email at iamag at iiaba.net. Declaration of Independence is a podcast on Agency Nation Radio, powered by the Big Eye and Trusted Choice. <laughs>